2: Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Well, ladies, I guess you've all been looking at the calendar, and if you have, you're very much aware that the holidays are coming, and holidays mean feasts. Yes, and holiday feasts mean poultry from your Kroger store. They're the best birds in town, big, plump, tender, juicy birds with real fresh-from-the-country flavor. Mmm, mmm. Chickens and ducks and turkeys and geese. Beautiful birds. Especially chosen by Kroger meat experts for all the good things you want in poultry. Take, for instance, these extra special double-good four-point blue-ribbon turkeys. Just take one and then try to hold the family. Everybody will send his plate back for seconds and thirds because those famous four-point blue-ribbon turkeys are just bursting with plump, tender, juicy, delicious meat. White meat and dark meat lots of tender breast, and loads of succulent leg and wing meat. Now, these are what we call double good birds because, first, they're raised in the best turkey-growing areas by experienced turkey farmers. Next, they're scientifically fed to make them plump and tender. And then they're expertly dressed, every last little pin feather deftly removed. And finally, the ones that reach your Kroger store are specially selected for particular Kroger customers like you. Now, isn't that reason enough why you should order your four-point blue-ribbon turkey today? Remember, your Kroger store is the only place in town that has them. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Just when Penny Gibbs seems set on a job working for Johnny Keith in Jed's office, Johnny received word that his wife is returning to Rossville. And it doesn't seem right for Penny to be working in the same office with Johnny, her ex fiance So after a weekend of deliberation, Penny says to Freddie Lang...
1: Freddie, I'm not going to the office with you this morning.
3: Yeah, Gibsey. Well, what's the matter? Don't you feel so good?
1: No, I I feel fine, but I'm just not going to work today.
3: Oh. Oh, well, gee, Gibsy, what am I going to tell Mr. Keith?
1: I don't think you'll have to tell him anything, Freddie. He'll understand. Oh, he will, huh? Well, okay. No, but look, if if he should ask, tell him that you don't think I'll be down to work at all anymore.
3: Huh? Hey, Gibsy, that sounds like you're quitting. I am, Freddie. But why? He ain't been on the job but just a couple of days, and, gee, Keith ain't a bad guy to work for.
1: No, he's not. And I know I'd have liked the job, too, but... Well, I might as well take you, Freddie. You'll find out sooner or later for yourself.
3: Never mind, Gibsy, Skip it. You don't have to tell me nothing you don't want to, you No, know.
1: there's nothing wrong in your knowing this. I used to be engaged to Johnny Keith.
3: Yeah, I know about that.
1: Well, um, Johnny married rather suddenly... And shortly after that, his wife, Alice, was taken ill. She's been in a sanatorium ever since.
3: Well, what's that got to do with you quitting your job? And when you need one, too?
1: Well, the point of the matter is that Alice is coming home, Freddie.
3: So she's coming home.
1: So what? So it just wouldn't be right for me to work so closely with Johnny. Why not?
3: Least of all, when his ball and chain is here to keep an eye uh, on him.
1: No. No, Freddie, you don't understand. You see, there are a lot of people in this town, and Alice would be one of them who still feel that Johnny and I are very much in love with each other. That'll just be gossip, and it... it wouldn't be fair to Alice to subject her to such unpleasantness the minute she gets back to town.
3: Oh. Well, now I get it. So, you're taking the rap for it, huh?
1: I'll find another job.
3: Yeah, sure you will. But when, and for how much, and what kind of a job?
1: It won't matter. I'll take anything for the time being.
3: Oh, no, Gibsy, think this over a little more, will you? Look, I'll tell Mr. Keith that you're just taking a day off and you'll come to work no, tomorrow. No, Freddie, huh?
1: I've already headed out with him. I just thought I'd take you this so in case he talked to you about it, you could take my side.
3: Yeah, but I think you're nuts to walk out on a good job. It isn't
1: a good job if it hurts anyone, Freddie. And if I stay in Jed's office, I know Alice will be here. There's already a lot of talk around town that it's wrong for me to work with Johnny? I, I was wrong to take the job in the first place.
3: Ah, you're always worrying about what other people are thinking. Forget about other people, why don't you, Gibsy? and think about poor old Gibbsy for a change. I'm
1: thinking about myself, Freddy, because I can be hurt by gossip. And the hurt that you do get from gossip can be a terrible thing. I still Freddy, say, say that don't you are the please don't argue with and... me about it. Freddy, help me, please. If Johnny tries to make you see his side of this, you try to make him see
3: mine. Gibsy, uh... Does Mr. Keith think you ought to stay on the job?
1: Well, he says so because he knows I need the job. But he really knows as well as I do that it's the wrong thing as far as Alice is concerned.
3: Well, then he'd really like to have you keep the job.
1: Oh, yes, I suppose so.
3: <laughs> Still got you bad, ain't
1: he? That's beside the point.
3: Beside it, nothing, Gibbsy. It is the point. Okay, it's awful well, tough being in love with somebody that you can't have.
1: But let's not talk about it.
3: Okay. But let's talk about you keeping that job. No,
1: Fred. No, that's out.
3: Yes, and there's something else that's out, too. You're out of your mind. Look, Gibsy, how are you going to feed the kid without no dough? How are you going to pay Nora for staying here so that you go out and find another job?
1: Well, I have a little money in the bank, Freddie. I can go several weeks without a job, and by Yeah, hey, then... maybe
3: you can go a year without a job with the kind of family you got, Gibsy, but that ain't the idea. The idea is that you're hurting yourself just to make other people feel better, and it ain't smart either. Nobody's gonna do nothing to help you ever. And at least not when you start going down, they ain't. I know, Gibbsy, I've been down most of my life. Here, look, I got heel marks on my face to prove what people do to you when you're feeling like that.
1: Look, Freddie, let's not worry about the future. This isn't the first time i thought there was no way to turn, yet everything's been all right.
3: Yeah, but there's always gonna be a first time when everything ain't gonna be all right. Maybe this is gonna be the time. I'll take that chance, Freddy. No, Gibbsy, you, you got it. Go I don't back and...
1: intend to go into all of this anymore. Let's stop right where we are. Will, you do what I asked you in the beginning. Just tell Johnny I'm not coming to work.
3: Okay. Just for today, though, huh?
1: No. No for all time, Freddy. You tell him I've quit my job, and I'll phone him later today to make it official.
3: Just won't listen, huh?
1: You're the one who just won't listen. Please let me have it my way.
3: Well, if... This is really the way you want it.
1: Yes, Freddie. And take my part if Johnny argues with you,
3: will you? You bet I will, Gibbsy, sure. But I still think that you're all wrong. So help me. It's like I always said, Gibbsy. You're beautiful, but boy, you
1: sure are not. Nora? Nora, where are you? In here, in the kitchen, Miss Gibbs. Oh, is it time for dinner already? Just about, Miss Gibbs. I was getting worried. I was afraid you wouldn't be home in time. And they said at the office you weren't there. No, Nora, I wasn't. I was out looking for another job. I'm not working with Mr. Keith anymore. You're not? Nope. Oh, Cricket, you didn't get fired, did you, Miss Gibbs? No, Nora, I quit. Oh, you you found a better job. Nora. Nora, but heaven's the grease in the pan's caught fire. it's all right, Miss Gibbs. Just step back and I'll turn the gas off. The flame won't spread. Please be careful, Nora. Don't burn yourself. Well, it's, uh, it's all over now, Miss Gibbs. Grease burns terribly fast. I am awfully be sorry. That was my own fault. Uh, no, I think I'm the one to blame. I took your mind off what you were doing. Oh, crickets, the meat's a little scorched. Oh, that is too bad. Huh? Well, do we have something else? Yes, Miss Gibbs. I have a surprise for you. I brought two chickens in from Daddy's farm. Oh, Nora, you didn't. Uh-huh. Daddy said I should do something for you. You've been so nice to me. Oh, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> Look, you ask your father how much they are, and I'll pay you for them. Oh, crickets, Miss Gibbs. I can't do that. We have chickens just for ourselves. Daddy doesn't sell them. And besides, I want to give you a present for being so nice to me. I haven't been nice to you, Nora. You've been nice to me. I mean, you work for me the way you have <sighs> And I I feel guilty paying as little as I do. Oh, I think you pay me a great deal, Miss Gibbs. Daddy says it's really a lot of money for a job in a nice home with nice people and doing the kind of thing I like to do. Oh, I could work for you always, Miss Gibbs. Thank you, Nora. But what if I can't pay you all? Oh, Cricket, you mean... I mean, I don't have a job, Nora, and I... I don't think I'll get one, and if I don't, I won't be able to afford to keep you. Oh, but you'll find a job, Miss Gibbs. I've been looking all over town today, and there don't seem to be many jobs I can fill. Oh, Jiminy. If you don't have a job, I won't have one either, will I? Well, I can't ask you to work for nothing, you know. Oh, but I will as long as I can. Honestly, I will. No, Nora, I wouldn't let you. But I want to, Miss Gibbs. It'll be a wonderful way of repaying you for giving me this chance. No, Nora, I won't work for nothing, and I'm not going to ask anyone else to work for nothing. But let's worry about that when the time comes, shall we? The time won't come, will it, Miss Gibbs? Well... Oh, crickets, it'd be awful to have to leave the baby. I love her so much. (sighs) Maybe you won't have to, Nora. We'll see. Oh, golly, crickets, grasshoppers, and tadpoles, Miss Gibbs. You've just got to find a job. You've just got to find a job. Hi there, Professor.
0: Oh, well, good evening, Freddy. Come in. Ain't busy, are you, Prof? Oh, not so busy. I can't give my nephew a few minutes. Thanks. If you're on the ball, this'll take less than a few minutes. Uh-huh. What's on your mind? Gibbsy. Miss Gibbs? Mm-hmm. What's the matter? She ain't working for Mr. Keaton no more. Oh. oh, I see. Do you, Prof?
3: Do you know how much that dame needs a job? I have a fairly good idea. Well, look, you got any fairly good idea where she can get another one? Another job? Oh, I, I don't know, Freddy. Look, can't... the dame needs a job. See, Prof? She's got that little baby to take care of. A little baby that ain't even hers. And she's got that Williams kid to take care of, too, kind of. Well, now, look, there, there's a kid that really deserves being taken care of. Uh, which um, kid are you talking about, Freddie? Little Valerie or Miss Williams? Both of them. That Nora, she's a nice dame, Prof. I don't want to see her losing no job just because Gibbsy had to go and quit hers. Yeah, now, wait a minute.
0: Who are you coming here to plead for, Freddie? Miss Gibbs or Miss Williams? Gibbsy, of course. The
3: rest just sort of takes care of itself naturally. Uh Prof, we just got to do something for that Gibbs dame. We just got to.
0: Well, what makes you think I can find her a job? Well, you're a big shot in this town. You can do anything. Oh. oh. Your uh, opinion of me has changed somewhat in the
3: last few months, hasn't it? Never mind what I think of you, Prof. You know what I think of Gibbsy. And I know what I think of Gibbsy. So let's do something for her so she'll know what we think of her, won't we? Come on, Prof. Get that great brain of yours to perkin and come up with a job for Gibbsy, will
1: you? The
3: dame's just gotta have a job.
1: Just a minute, I'm coming. Oh.
0: Good evening, Miss Gibbs.
1: Professor Rogers come in. Thank you. Say, you haven't seen Freddie by any chance, have you? He wasn't home for dinner.
0: Yes, I have seen him, Miss Gibbs. In fact, we had dinner together, Freddie and I.
1: Oh, how nice. But I wish he'd call when he's not coming home for meals. Nora's been keeping his dinner warm for hours. Uh,
0: well, uh, he, uh, he had something other than dinner on his mind, Miss Gibbs. I, I had to make a certain promise to him to even get him to eat with me. A
1: promise? About what?
0: To find you a job. Oh, that was sweet of him.
1: He's certainly turning out to be the kind of person I always thought he was, isn't he?
0: Oh, you've made a good citizen out of him, Miss Gibbs. And I'm uh, prepared to make an excellent assistant out of you.
1: An assistant to what?
0: To me. The university got that endowment for the laboratory I wanted. Mm -hmm. It's going to be ready for my experiments in just two weeks. I uh, want you to assist me.
1: Professor, I don't know anything
0: about chemistry. Well, you don't have to, Miss Gibbs. Your job will be more... Well, I like bookkeeping than anything else, and, and it'll pay well. You'll be surprised how much. I... I... I want you to take the job. Well,
1: I don't know, Professor... It, it's awfully nice of you to offer, but I'll have to think it over.
0: Oh. Well, all right, I'll, I'll give you a tomorrow to decide, and then you come up to the university and see me,
2: and I'll show you around the place. After all, you want to see where you're going to work. Well, Professor Rogers seems certain that Penny is going to work for him. And if she does, will it be the first step in a serious romance between the professor and Penny? Listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Ladies, you'll all agree that holiday poultry should be super good, and you're the one who can cook a bird to perfection. But please remember, no matter how good a cook you are, if the bird you put into the oven isn't super, the bird you take out of the oven isn't going to be super either. So that's why it's wise to choose your holiday poultry at your Kroger store, because Kroger's poultry is the best in town. It's juicier, it's more tender, it's plumper, and it has that unmistakable, hard-to-explain-but-easy-to-taste country-fresh flavor. Take the aristocrat of the poultry kingdom, the famous four-point blue-ribbon turkey. Now, here's a bird that's definitely superior for four very good reasons. First, he's raised in the best turkey-raising areas by master turkey farmers. Then, he's scientifically fed to give him more meat, juicier meat, more tender meat. Next, he's expertly dressed, as cleanly as you yourself would dress a prized bird. And finally, he's specially selected to delight hard-to-please people like you. Order a four-point blue-ribbon turkey at your Kroger store now. Now your local announcer.